This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. Yo, what's up? Welcome back, Post America Podcast. Um, the last episode, well, no, we got one coming out uh, right before this, but the one that we want to address today is the episode that Richie did solo with John Joseph. Oh, uh, you like that, huh? Richie, that was a really good interview. <laughs> uh, he's a just such a like unique guy. Um, I wish you guys could have been there, man. I know. I wish we could have been there too. I'm glad that you you followed through on it and went, and, you know, showed up and did it. But uh, I get nervous. I th- we're definitely gonna do more after this one because that was fucking a lot of bombshells. Yeah, know? and I, I get nervous with the gear. That's what prevents us from doing it a lot. But I mean, I recorded it. I brought it home and Chris saved it because I I did a couple wrong things. You know what I mean? Now you said there was like pieces missing, but I couldn't really. Yo, like split second suck. Like like the computer. I'm looking at the computer and it says stop recording, and I push record again. Like fraction of a second, doom. But I'm like, why did it stop? Why did I don't know? Yeah, I couldn't even pick up on at the very when, end. When it happened. There was but. three of them. I didn't hear any of them except the very end. I heard it, and okay. Chris kind of faded it out, and because I luckily. Uh, now we know why Chris is always looking at the screen. And Chris is it? He's not here today, so. So yeah, Chris is uh, Chris isn't with us today. So shout out to Chris. But we got Ray. He's out Mavro back smoking. He's out back smoking. But uh, what was it like, man? Just hearing that stuff firsthand. <laughs> like I don't know how much we could even talk about this right now. It's gonna be, I I guess we could talk about everything because it's everything he said is out there. Um, I mean, listen, hearing it like I you you were starting to tell me about it before I heard the full interview. Yeah. But I didn't want to hear it from you. I wanted to hear it the way you yeah, heard yeah. it. You know. So I kind of did earmuffs while you were t- talking about you know what you guys had, oh, had talked you. about, and then I listened to the the whole thing yesterday. And holy shit, man! Like my jaw dropped when he said. <laughs> Well, I mean, a lot of stuff. Fucking jaw drop, bro. A lot of stuff went on in in the interview. We talked about his books, his writing, his childhood, because you know his his first book. I mean, you know that documented a lot of his crazy childhood stories, and he's got so many more that are just interesting. Well, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, I'm riveted. I like, I love hearing this guy talk anyway. So it started out. You you went right into like his beef with Joe Rogan. Yeah, what she says is not a beef, but you know, I say that words. I try to rile them up. Yeah, we bit, try to make a little excitement. Because Joe Rogan <laughs> but, uh, was dissing the shit out of him. He was. Yeah. Not at first, but eventually he was dissing the shit out of him. And uh, so so that was that was interesting enough. That's like a cool, relevant thing that recently happened. Um, he was talking about stories from childhood. He was talking about prison story. I never yeah, how about heard the before. Krishna shit? Like the the corrupt Krishna organization. Dude that was killed crazy. another dude, and they're, they're throwing a beating on the other guy, and this and that. Which is very believable because that's what that's yeah. how religions always end up. You know, crazy man. Religions always end up corrupted by some by egos. You know, what I mean, people's yeah. egos and shit. Uh, it was cool. He was talking about uh, meditation. Yeah, and not taking. Uh, 
not taking psychedelics because he could you can you that's can achieve right. that, that, that was crazy dude that's pretty dope that's and that's right. not the first time what I he heard said that. two years two years he he, he lived a as a monk he was a monk for two years i think in hawaii that's where he lived dude they, i seen people do it and um overseas like they'll go to these like uh temples and they'll live there for like two weeks in silence and all this crazy stuff and i i asked one of my friends that did it. i'm like Yo, how was it? He's like, dude, I can't fucking do it. Like, you you go crazy because you can't talk and you got. I never tried to meditate. Did you guys? It's it's. I only tried it before, but I never. I, you know what? What helps me? It, the, people think this is crazy, but like, if you're trying to talk about like different levels of consciousness, for me, when I don't sleep, which is most of the time, mm-hmm. I don't sleep a lot. And the less sleep I have, there's like a, a weird like window between being so tired that you can't think straight and being just tired enough that it your your brain goes to like another kind of plane. And and when I'm in that plane, I get real creative and I, I write a lot of songs and I'll get like cool like ideas and shit that I that I write down. Um to, that's the closest I could say I've been to like meditating to like another another uh, conscious plane, oh. of, plane of consciousness. Or I did it with drugs. Yeah, <laughs> like, the easy way. That's yeah, what yeah, yeah, the like, easy way. So you cheated the like cheater way. Yeah, I cheated. Fuck it. I've been a cheater my whole life. I cheated fucking monopoly. <laughs> but no, like I never did uh, straight up shrooms. And actually, I'm. I think I'm gonna do some. Uh, like next month, I think we uh, yeah, schedule a shroom appointment. No, I never did them. I drank uh, this thing called a happy shake, which is basically like shrooms and shit. But I never ate them. You know, like the happy shake had me fucked up. You know what I mean? But like in I, what way? Uh, well, you guys never did like acid. We was talking about this with Richie last weekend too, and um, you get like a body trip, and you get like I didn't get like the crazy visual trip like people. I think people exaggerate either that or i got a really fucking high tolerance i think i got a high tolerance but when i drank the happy shake i got a little woozy feeling but you just feel like real mellow and your mind drifts like you do the like the million yard stare a lot like you know what i mean you just zone out real easy um acid i seen some shit like you do like trip out like but i haven't done acid in fucking like 15 years 14 years something can't get it anymore, you know. Just give me a call, son. Yeah. Well, I don't want to also take it now. I mean, come on. They're putting fucking everything in drugs these days. But the shrooms, I never did shrooms. And a lot of, believe it or not, like, I I, I got a lot of, like, um, uh, like, hood friends that are into, like, the God Body, 5% Lifestyle, and Rastafari. And them dudes eat a lot of shrooms, believe it or not, which is crazy because... If you ever really talk with like a five percenter or or any like God body or anything like that, dude, they like talk like on some crazy level of consciousness. Like I guess with any religion, but to multiply that with shrooms and like you know when you think of shrooms, you think of hippies. You think uh, you know what I mean? Those type of people. So I never did them, and then a homeboy of mine last week was like, "Oh, I can get them for you anytime you want." So I'm like, "Fuck it, I want to try it one day." But I don't know what to expect. So don't maybe, do it right. Don't do it. Nah, I'm gonna do it with a GoPro and we'll put it on. Uh, no, nah, <coughs> we're gonna make you. we're gonna make this Post America YouTube site real soon. Been working on it. Video number one is video Ray number on one. Shrooms. Ray, Ray on shrooms with a GoPro. Can we do that? 
Fuck it. Why not? Let's I mean, do it. Yo, it's legal. It's fucking from the earth. It's not legal, but. I never met any. If anybody ever got busted Cocaine for fucking shrooms, please put it in the comments or of the Instagram. Yeah, I don't know if I, I never heard of anybody get busted, but I know that I'm it's. I'm going Google it. So, like, psychedelics like that are definitely. Uh, I know psychedelics are illegal, but it's like my sister's husband, you know, straight off the reservation, you know? And. Um, He's crazy. Oh, he's fucking nuts, dude. No, he's not. No, he means... <laughs> he doesn't mean off the reservation like that. He means... I know, I know. Huh? That's, I'm being that's a, That's like a saying that means like you're nuts. Like he's out of his mind. Oh, he's off oh, the reservation. Plus, your guy happens to also be an Indian. So I thought it was funny. Yeah, though. well, you, you met him. You met him <laughs> yeah. at the club before. He's a real straight dude, but his brothers and his pops are fucking out of their mind, dude. Like when I first met him, like my sister was always like, the only one they're going to get along with is going to be Ray. So... We all, you know, when I get out of prison and we go down, uh, I meet his family. They're all like outlaw biker Indian dudes, like covered, like all of us, sleeved up with tats and everything. But they're fucking insane. Like the brother and father in the first night I met, we was getting fucked up, right? Drinking, you know, little toots here, whatever goes on. Dude, they just start brawling like in my sister's living room over a fucking rolled cigarette. Like a rolled cigarette costs probably about 50 cents. Full on Mike Tyson, Tommy Hurt, fuck, just full-fledged brawl. And my sister was just like, oh, don't even break it up. They do this all the time. Holy shit. Yeah, it was great. I loved them. From that day, I was like, yeah, these are my in-laws. They're awesome. They're great. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. But they were telling me about in their religion, they'll take the peyote and go in their little, like, huts or whatever they do you know and i'm like well what are you guys doing he's like oh just think just think you know drugs they're drug addicts and they're disguising it as religion ah coming right. from the man who's you know who what ancestors killed their ancestors i mean you, you, you're judging right now my Rich. ancestors killed their ancestors what yeah you talking about ah we 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 my people came to this fucking india to this country in the 60s all right <clears throat> When would your people come here? Probably around that time when they were killing I don't know. We were the ones that fucking uh, you used to beat up on, though. No, you were the cops. You were always the cops. We became the cops because of why? Too many Italians. Because you're natural-born snitches. That's why. Wow, really? (laughs) We started this episode off real rough. I'm not Swing a snitch it. just because one Irish guy's fucking everything up by snitching on people. Fucking (laughs) don't think we all like that. So let's get into it then. Well, listen, if you want to meditate like John Joseph and not cheat, then me and John will be glad to show you guys how to do it. Okay? We have both reached that enlightened status. Oh, now you're enlightened. I was hanging with him last weekend. We both levitated. You hung with the guy for four hours, and now you're levitating and sitting on spikes? He said he never saw someone so spiritual since (laughs) Prabhupada. Yo, how do you really pronounce that name? I tried. Papa, it looks like Prabhupada. Prabhupada. They don't say the the last A. They just say Prabhupada. Ray's like Papa Jonas. No, 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 no. Papa (laughs) Jonas. Nick Papa Giorgio. Yo, but that shit was crazy. Like that whole interview was dope. Like especially, uh, uh, you know, I know. The Cro-Mags, of course, who doesn't know the cro But I don't really know the full story. I've watched some interviews mm-hmm. with John Joseph before. And, uh, dude, he had a fucking interesting-ass life, dude. Like, 
I gotta read that book. I gotta I gotta go read that book. That book now. is great. Like, you gotta read it. I think it's yo, you it's can a, get the uh, diversion where he talks. He reads it to you. Yeah, I heard him was saying it. That's dope. It sounds good. He reminds he, me of Jim Carroll the way he talks, man. Hey, man, you know what I mean? Like that Lower East Side. You sound like Juicy Joel right there, though. I don't know if your imitation was on. Point. Yeah, my imitations ain't good. You gotta do the imitations, man. I don't know. Just just Carroll. I'm always impressed by people who come from just the just impossible. Type oh, of situation, dude. But they they work their way out of it, and they they dude, turn, some, turn them into something successful. Anybody that went through Spofford is like anybody that went through Rikers Island, like Attica. It's like notorious fucking like like you said, like Tyson went through it. Like I can name like a million rappers that went through it. Fucking, but everybody said the same thing. Like, he went through it in like what the seventies, right? Yeah. yeah, that's when it was fucking like. And as a white boy. Yeah, like, just New York City in general in the 70s. You know, it was before my time. You know what I mean? But my mom would tell me, like, all the crazy shit. Like, even when I was a kid and we'd have to go to, like, my dad's job and shit like that. My mom used to walk me down, like, 40 deuce with the fucking little bracelet fucking thing that goes two feet. What's that? Like, the dog leash? Because I was leash. bad. I was bad as a kid. I'd run away. I, mean, I want to go fucking... Pop a quarter, see a titty or something, you know? <laughs> like, something that you could do, but I never got to do it. New York City back then was nuts. Yo, there's still, like, remnants of that. Like, you, right across from my job right now, I'm working at the Times, uh, the New York Times building. Yeah. And on that same block, there's, like, three porno stores, but they're, like, like peep show porno things. But they, you don't really notice it because it's not, like, uh. I remember being there as a kid and it was way more. And now they're kind of like they they changed the signs to make it look almost like it's like a like a newspaper like a magazine yeah. shop or something yeah. like that you know Fucking, it has a different look to it yo like um all the all that I you know like it's hard to I'm trying to think of the right words to explain it like you know how like New York was like I'll speak on Meyer like the 90s early 2000s even to now to like 2018. The difference is fucking crazy with the gentrification and everything. But, excuse me. Oof, gross. Yeah, it's fucking garlic knots, man. <laughs> I love them things, but it make you smell fucking like a vampire killer. So, but I lost my train of thought now because of New the York, bird. different gentrification. Oh, yeah, like you sort of miss like the, the excitement you got walking around some of the fucked up neighbor. You know what I mean? Like there was a, like a little excitement. Like, I remember the first time going to CBGB's with you guys. And I don't remember what year it was. It was years and years. Like, it had to be 90-something. Whenever Crutch first played CBGB's. And that was a fucking rough fucking little area still at that time before everything. Yeah, I think that up. just added on to the excitement of going there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Back then, they had the uh, that like rehab, that methadone clinic right next yeah. to it. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Remember the first This Is Hardcore? It was like, the right behind it was like a meth clinic. Yeah, that and was a Star... Starland Ballroom. Starland or Starlight And Ballroom. the dudes were like caged in, fenced in back there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a product of, the, of that environment that time. And you still see dudes, you, you know, you see dudes like that in the city because they... The reason dudes like that could afford to live in the city is because they're, you know, they're grandfathered in. They still yeah, got yeah, cheap yeah. apartments. They're still down... In the neighborhoods, and lower there's less and less, but he's one of the authentic original dudes like that, you know. And we talked about it, like when you're walking around the city, you got 
you know, you in any any street in Manhattan, you got thousands of people walking towards you and thousands of different um, origins. Like they come from all over the world. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. All over the country. But when you see like authentic old New York dude, you yeah. can tell when they're walking towards you, it's different. Oh, yeah. Like you could tell the authentic old New York dudes mm-hmm. when you see like uh, a Puerto Rican dude in his fifties and he's wearing white from head to toe. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, like, yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? It's just like there's just like a look to it. Or you see like, um, you know, I I'm sure if I didn't know John Joseph, I would probably pick up on that as he's walking toward me on the street. There's just like a like a vibe, an attitude maybe that they carry with him, or maybe it's like a uh, uh, you you can sense the caution. That they yeah. walk around with because they're used to like watching their back everywhere they go. Yo, fucking when uh we used to get money out in the Bronx off uh Tremont Avenue and shit, right? It's a big Jamaican area where they sling weed, crescent, you know, all around that area. There was like these old Spanish cats, like you said, that would tell us like these crazy stories of like when the Bronx was burning era. Like, dude, I like just hearing shit from back then. Like how everybody was just like jacking electric, like how Joe Hardcore's first shows used to be jacking the electricity from outside on Unity mm-hmm. Street and shit. You know, like it, it was just dope. Like that's why I love New York City, man. Because at the end of the day, like there's so much history. No matter where you go, Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx, Staten Island, you're, you're gonna find some crazy ass shit about it. But now it's too fucking expensive. Way too expensive. It's ridiculous. You know, me and Joe are there every day, shipped in like slave labor and shipped out. As soon as it's about time for people to start having fun, they get rid of people like us. That's it. Multicultural slave ships, subways, buses, trains, ferries. Now work time is over. Ding, ding, ding. Everybody get out so the rich and the ruthless elite can play. It's time for the mm. beautiful. But Ray don't care. He's all fun. about fuck himself. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. So when John Joseph, <clears throat> yeah, we got dropped that we're, revelation. We're dodging the the elephant. You guys in the weren't there. Right I had I had to stop the whole recording when he said that that son of a bitch ratted out our good friend Scotty Banks. I stopped the computer. I threw the table across the fucking room. <laughs> John calmed me down. He said, "What about the meditation I taught you?" I meditated. I got back into it. I pushed record, and we went on. But when you heard that, Yo, did I your fucking, stomach turn or what? Yeah, I got sick. I got chills like up the back of my neck. I was like, what? Like a dog about to fight. Dude, in that, in that Yo, one sentence. I got sentence. tense. It, yeah. it made me tense. I was like, like, there was like a beat after he said it. Just like a beat of mm. silence. And I could feel you. I could feel like... Like everybody, like oh, like the air. Dude, left I the couldn't room. believe it. I I went off on Rich. Me and Rich, I had to call and fucking. He's like, that motherfucker did what? Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> right there in that one sentence, killed your own fucking legend. I'm sorry. Right there, erased every cool thing you ever did in your whole fucking life. Point blank. Period. Mm. I mean, yo, this is like. Uh, <laughs> I hate to like. <laughs> I hate. I hate feeling like I'm. Ta- I'm. Picking sides without hearing both sides of a well, story. Listen, when I heard it, I had to confirm, so I hit up Mr. E. Banks. He said everything John said was true. It happened, and like this that. is corroborated in police reports, according to Mr. Banks. Allegedly, e. Banks. man. One thing I will say: <clears throat> speaking of consciousness and all that stuff, you got to you got to give credit to Banks, man. 
to be able to say, yeah, it's all good, you know, like, I forgave that or, you know, I moved on from that. I mean, dude, me and Richie was talking. I got ratted on. That's the only reason I went to prison. I didn't go to prison because I was stupid or fucking up. I got ratted on by a fucking... To this day, like, if I ever see the dude, I don't know what I'll fucking do. I, I don't think I'll just be able to say, oh, I'll take it on the chins. Like, no. I, you know what I mean? Like, there's just that hatred. You know what I'm saying? So, and I did a fraction of the time. Banks did. Mm. You know what I mean? But, you know... Uh, yeah, a fifth, one fifth. Yeah, literally less than and one fifth of the time that he did. Yeah. Oh, he's 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 a mentally strong dude, and like I said, dude, he he took that time, became a a great individual. You know, me and him talking when shoot the other week when we went down to hang out with Terror Banks called up and we were just shooting the shit. Mm-hmm. And you know, I could listen to him talk. You know, because anybody I respect, like you guys, when you guys give me advice, I actually fucking listen. I might fucking talk shit to Richie and be like, oh, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, fuck whoa. you. Just listen you know to what Richie. I'm saying? But when I got respect for somebody, I can listen to him. Now, the John Joseph, as soon as he said that, I was just like, dude, because Richie, anybody around will say, I don't care. I know, you know, he's not the favorite person. But that fucking album he made, dude, was fucking dope. I mean, I didn't like it was all about a fight. Oh, you talk about the Harley album? Yeah. You see, I already wouldn't listen to it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. nah. And he busts my balls, and I'd be like, nah, dude, the musically is fucking dope. What are you, you talking know? about? His newest, the, the yeah, latest one, the yeah, one yeah. with a switchblade hanging out the school bus. Yeah, this yeah. one goes out to my friend. That shit. That I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Delete. It's not even in my playlist anymore. I can't believe after Joe, I heard that. Joe, check his phone. It's gone. Joe, it's check gone. his phone. It's gone. <laughs> it's but, like. But listen, let's say we never heard this horrible news and we just base it on what we see from his conduct in his social media he's still a fucking clown if you ask I haven't me. looked at social media oh, but if like you in a hardcore crying and punk every day and you in this scene and you fucking sue you're a bozo that's against everything we're about and then you suing your friends your friend like you said it best if he just grabbed his band and said, I'm the fucking Cro-Max, I'm booking this show. My deal's like, let's say Wisdom and Chains gets rid of me. Or I leave and then all of a sudden I want to come back, but they moved on without me, which is more of the situation with the Cro-Max. And then they're playing, they don't want nothing to do with me. I, first of all, I wouldn't give a fuck. But if I did and I really wanted to play, I'd get my lineup. I book a show as Wisdom and Chains. If these guys don't like it, they could fucking sue me and look like clowns or they could come and shut the show down if they want. And that's my deal with everything. If you see 25 to life playing and you're on the, on the guy's side that isn't there, well, why isn't he doing something about Another it? Another guy that kills If you're seeing Shadow Realm playing and you're on the guy's side that isn't there, why don't they book their own show somewhere? Nobody's stopping them. Maybe it's because their reputation won't allow it. Harley's reputation didn't allow him to do stuff for a long time. Now he sort of creeped back in the mix and... You know, and this revelation comes about, you know, now, like we weren't around back then. We don't know this guy's personality. We just get a taste of it through his antics. And yeah. that's that's gross enough watching him <clears throat> act like that. Well, I don't want to be around or support any individual that fucking rats out his friends, period. That's the first thing you learn in life, man. You don't rat on your friends. I don't care if you're a law-abiding citizen, the whole nine. If your friends is your friend, you stick by them, man. You don't fucking sell them out. You know what I mean? Even if sent, sent dude for the AWOL after 15 fucking years. Like orders 15 of protection. Yeah, like orders of. 
right there, you can't be a tough guy and a cop caller. It it just it's right there. You just like it doesn't go together. It's like fucking peanut butter without jelly. It's like yeah, you know what I mean. I do like that though. To- uh, peanut, uh, peanut butter on toast without jelly. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat You're it. You're a fucking animal. Come on. You never? Cop caller yeah, over here. Yeah, fucking cop, cop caller. caller. Joe, never? Without the jelly? Always nah. with you? Nah, dude. Well, peanut butter on toast? That yeah. just seems to me like... Or you I, could do the jail shit, peanut butter with the a, bananas. I would need to drown the only it jail shit you do is peanut butter on somebody's dick. Who you kidding, motherfucker? <laughs> see? See? Now I'm going to have to cut him after the show, <laughs> man. You know? Peanut butter on a dick. Yo, but listen. Peanut butter. I get, uh, I, I get a toasted hero with peanut butter, and then I buy a banana on the side. I put it on there. Put the whole banana right in it? Because if you ask for them in the deli... I want a toasted hero with peanut butter banana. It's like skyrocket price. You buy the banana for a quarter on the side. You put it on yourself. You're good. Boom. That's like People a, take that to the bank. That's like a cheapo trick right there. That's oh. a life hack. Life hack. <laughs> that's a life hack yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Some people don't know. But I <laughs> see, I, I got my Learn blood up. every day. What was that thing we did at Rich's with the arm, with the blood test? or uh, Blood pressure. I got my blood pressure taken. It was, it was horrible. Like I got diabetes. Uh, you fucking drink soda. All day, every day. Well, no, I don't drink soda all day, every day. But uh, he's I got drink twenty soda, cases yeah. of coke in his refrigerator right now. Dude, Richie always buys coke, and every time I come here, he's got like another case in the. Joe, fucking, no, I think could for you Christmas tell we're going to the fucking coke museum. Joe, could you tell him what's going on with the sodas? <laughs> no, listen, I. Uh, Joe like, brings three I don't cases like of soda here up, a week. Uh, I don't like showing up empty-handed because yeah. I know we eat a lot and we fucking party. When I, we yeah, and thing, I appreciate so it, but it, like when he bring, comes back a week later, those cases, I didn't drink them all. They're still no, there. I just, I know you like soda, so I bring I do, you soda. I do. So soda bring to him. me is like a treat, though. It's like not like, if I did it all day, it wouldn't be a treat. You know oh, what I'm saying? I, f- I feel you. Yeah, to me, it's like, mm. I'll bring you soda or I'll bring uh, little candies that I know you like. I know you like... Uh, Bitto honeys or whatever. Yeah, yo, peanut, I like them peanut little chews. Oh, I like them little squirrel juice, joints. They call like squirrel nut zippers. Yo, you know what was yeah. my my favorite back in the day? The donut stick. You ever eat the donut stick? Just like the plain from Dunkin' Donuts? Donut no, stick? No, no, like out of the package, out of the corner oh, store. Oh, like the little Debbies or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Hostess or whatever. Donut stick. I like those things. Chico stick. Remember Chico, Chico stick? Chico sticks are one of my favorite, favorite candies yeah. of all time. Yo, five below, they sell them there. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. They sell you crazy. You still get them candy. in the hood Wind, at the corner. Any yeah. corner store in Wingap, Pennsylvania. Attention, all you travelers. Wingap, Pennsylvania, off of Route 33, home of the brave. Okay, there's a little candy store ice cream shop called Sweet Nans. N A N. Sweet Poo Nans. Sweet Nans. You heard? And it's uh, they have the dopest candy. They got like old, old kind of candy. I love like, that old time of candy. Yo, and it's like a nickel. Like you, you, it's like a barrel of candy you put your oh, hand in, and everything. Oh yeah, I love that. You ever go to the candle yeah. candle shop in Barnesville? Yeah, 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 it's exactly Yo, like that. Me and Caden, me and my son, we were just looking for some shit to do, and I was like, oh, I've never really been in there, or whatever. My sister always loves it. Whenever she comes up, they go there and spend all this money. So we go in there. Dude, I didn't know they had like candy by the fucking barrel. <laughs> you yeah. can buy pounds of Yo, them. Yo, so Caden's so just, you know, he's like six or seven at this time. I forget what it was. Dude, we bought like fucking pounds of this fucking candy. You can't help there. it, man. Yeah. And it's a candy, candy you don't see every day. Yo, yeah. butterscotch discs. Just like the old yellow grandma yeah. candy. Butterscotch yeah. discs. Psh, Yo, check this out. I've been. originals. My you, God. You know how I always put up uh, A Treat soda stuff? On yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The dude, A Treat, hit me up. Oh, shit. It's appreciate shit. appreciate the stuff where you guys live. It's a Stroudsburg. They said, we're in Allentown. I said, I know that. I know your whole history. 
He said, come down whenever you want. We'll get a nice package for you and the fellas. Oh, shit. Uh, Endorsement. I said, you got from a legend. I said, you got H3 t-shirts? He said, hell yeah, we do. That's dope. I'll be wearing that shit every day. Wow, that's sick. Man. Black cherry, baby. Yeah, you know, I put uh, Martin's potato rolls. I tagged him in something. Like, we were having, like, a barbecue one time, and I yeah. tagged him. Yeah. And uh, I thought we were going to get some Martin's shit hooked up, too. Yeah. They but, never hooked it up. Damn. But Yo, they, 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 like, responded and, like, yeah. sent me a couple private messages. Not to switch everything, but I think the greatest fucking response from a corporation was when the Roseanne controversy. And she says, <laughs> Yo, I took an Ambien or whatever. And she blamed it on the Ambien. And then the Ambien pill makers tweeted her back like, yo, uh, sorry to tell you this, but Ambien side effects don't just turn people racist. I was like, yo, that was, whoever's in charge of their social media deserves a fucking raise for that, dude. Yeah, that was good. That's amazing. What happened with That's that, that, cool that, that broad? Should she have been fired over that? I mean, I don't know, man. She's losing her, her shit. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it's like it's up to the boss. Like, who, if they don't want that kind of thing representing their their, their mm. fucking brand, then I would. Yeah, I guess them, you know. I would have fired her too. But what the fuck are you doing? What's Ray doing? What are you doing? Fucking don't worry about it, bro. So let's get back to the topic. Trying to of, film uh, the back of Joe's head of this uh, poor guy snitching. <clears throat> well, yeah, that was a uh, uh, unexpected. Uh, I think Topic that, uh, that came up. <laughs> like you were saying, judging people on reputation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Based on <laughs> my dealings with John Joseph, which I've barely dealt with Harley Flanagan. Barely. Yeah. I've said hello to him a couple of times. He said hello to me. We shook hands once or twice. But uh, I doubt he would even know who I am. Or Can remember. you beat him in jujitsu? No. What do you mean, no? No. Come on. You got like 100 pounds on him. Doesn't that's not how jujitsu oh, works? Dude. And I'll tell you straight up right Get now. Get the fuck out of here! I don't even believe that shit. I don't know either of them dudes. <laughs> yeah. But if you fucking telling and suing, you're whack. That period. motherfucker's like 120. I'll take him at jujitsu. I never did a day in my life. I'll punch him in his <laughs> yeah, fucking right. nose. I'm just saying, uh, you know, jujitsu. I got to be humble. No, I'm not fighting humble. no jujitsu. But uh, I'm a blue belt. You know what I'm saying? He's been doing this for a lot longer than me. <sighs> yeah, so you so a what? crip belt? Crip, crip belt. Crip. <laughs> You know there's a blood belt? Oh, I'm sure. That's the ultimate belt. And I bet you it's higher than the crypt belt. <laughs> oh, shit. Ah, well, it's, it's the highest stay belt. Stay woke. It's the highest belt. <laughs> really? That's the highest belt. I thought black belt was the highest belt. No, nah, you got, you could be a master. To be a master is a coral belt, they call it. But yeah, it's red. Oh. And there's a, there's a handful. Well, not a handful. There's, there's quite a few masters out there. There's only one grand master. So a black belt girl, 111 pounds, could beat you in jiu-jitsu. <clears throat> I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that uh, a black belt is a black belt. He's Yo, got you think you can handle an ass whooping from sure. a girl? And nature is nature. You think if you got your ass whooped like straight up like a toe-to-toe brawl? There's no woman in the planet Earth that could go against me. You heard? So I don't even want to hear that shit. We already had this debate way back uh. with... With Joe saying that Ronda the cunt Rousey could beat up fucking Floyd Mayweather, I oh, my head almost exploded. Oh, I think that if it was, <laughs> I still stand by it. In a oh my god! Look MMA. what look what those those broads did to her just with their hands. I think just with that their most hands. of those girls could probably beat him too oh, in an MMA Jesus match. Christ, you was <laughs> he's so crazy. <laughs> he, Ray, come on, you just gonna sit there shaking your head? 
What, Floyd? Floyd or Mappa? Exactly. Like, but, yo, this is what happens. Racism against Floyd and all counts. Joe's being racist against Floyd Mayweather. A lot of people don't like being Floyd, racist. man. You're being racist. Why is he being racist against pretty boy Floyd? You're being racist by assuming Floyd the black man is only put here to fight <laughs> white women. No, no, no. Listen. Ronda Rousey <laughs> versus Floyd. We, we, saw, we saw a way bigger McGregor get schooled and clowned with the hands, all right? Yeah, in a boxing exactly, match. Exactly, in a boxing if he match. Was now, to, if he's allowed to take him down and kick him okay, in yeah. his legs, it's a completely just like, different fight. Just like Ronda was allowed to do against her last and two it, opponents. And, and but, I didn't for a second think that that Conor McGregor even had a chance in hell in no, a boxing match I'm just, against I'm Floyd just bringing Midway. that up because we saw, we saw Ronda against her two last opponents. She was allowed to take them down, but she just couldn't get past those hands. The hands of some women amateur boxer style hands. Now she's going to get past Floyd Mayweather's hands and take them down now. Oh. You don't understand what I'm saying? I do understand right, thank what you're you. saying. Yes, I yes. do. But you're talking about a Ronda Rousey that's, that got fucked up. And she's not the same since she got fucked up. She and before that, out. she was fighting people who were scared, no namers, no skills, no talent. She yeah. was fighting the best available. But she never available. learned how she's to fighting take the best, best available. Exactly. Best she's available. The best available. That doesn't mean good, fighter. though. Uh, they, they're, not, they're not going to match her up against the best available man. They're not no, going to match her I up understand. against Why do you think she never learned how to take an L? Like, how, like I don't she's understand a, that. She's probably just an asshole. Like, she just... She's probably just not a very nice person. Like you, have, you lost a fight before, right? Yeah, never. Oh, Joe. Okay. How how did you feel? <laughs> how did you deal with taking the L? I mean, what are you gonna do? You just fucking. Yeah, it wasn't that bad of an L, like where everybody seen it or nothing. Yeah, I got beat up in front of a lot of people. He got beat up yeah. by fucking Larry Holmes's nephew. That was a that was in front really? of a lot of people, yeah. but I was very young when that happened. But yeah. I got I I got uh I got beat up. At a at a show, actually, really in front of a bunch of people. Yeah, I wasn't at this show. It was, show. A big, it was like fucking a big... dead. I don't like talking about it because he's my friend now, but I didn't know him back then. No, nah, this was uh, this was it was whatever. It was fair, but it was there was three uh, it was three brothers. There were Marines, really? and I started. I was fighting one of them, and I didn't realize there was three of them. So I was fighting one of them. Where the fuck was and Tobin? I was doing great. Y'all been airtight forever. Where the fuck was Tobin? He was there. He was in on it. There was a bunch of people. fucking jumped in, Tobin. But we didn't realize that there was three of them. And so I'm in a fight in this crowded club. And the the fight that I, I'm doing very well, I was like feeling yeah. myself. I'm like, yo, I'm fucking killing this dude. And I was oh, knocking I know the shit out of him. Just and he was tall. He was fucking, he was like six. Yeah. Three at least. I probably like six five. He's Is this the same dude. club where Stickman took his L? Uh no. Are you talking about in Stroudsburg? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, okay. no. oh Allentown. Yeah, this is oh, Allentown. Right, yeah, I so uh I'm fighting this dude and I'm doing great. And I'm like I feel like the man because I'm whooping on this big giant dude in yeah, front of, mad in Joe, front baby. of an audience. Mad Joe on patrol. Yeah, I look yeah. cool as shit. And then yeah, all of a sudden ego's going out the fucking room. All of a sudden, I, all I saw was white, and then everything came back. Oh, that's the one. And then I'm still hitting this guy, and I'm like, huh, what's this? that's weird. Everything went bang. Everything went white again. And I'm like, huh, am I getting hit? I didn't realize I was getting hit. And uh, so this dude's brother is just fucking clocking me in the head, head, jaw. Oh, boom, shit. Boom, just fucking pounding on my head. And so I turned to deal with this dude, and the bouncers 
of the club pushed the the entire group of people that were fighting and a bunch of audience members and everybody. There was like a an outdoor deck at this club that we were at. It was an outdoor uh, deck, and you had to go down two steps to get to the mm-hmm. to the the deck. They pushed the whole group out onto the deck. And we just fe- everybody fell on top of each other. Damn. I fall on my back and on a pile of people. I fell onto bodies and the the brother that was hitting me from the side landed on my chest facing me and he just fucking starts teeing off on my face. Just Damn. mushing my face. And I'm trying to like cover up my face and he's just fucking pounding on me. So I this is before I ever trained jujitsu mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And I did a, a natural jujitsu move called a sweep, okay. which I didn't know that at the time. But that's what I I realized later that that's what I did to him. I remember that because I the did three a sweep. Ninjas. So I I uh, I basically reversed. So I I used his his uh, weight and tipped him over, and then I was on top of him, and I saw like all these arms and legs and shit in the way, and I saw this one little triangle window. And I could see his face, <laughs> like through through this entanglement of, of bodies. I could see his face down there, and I got one hit. Boom! I snuck it right through the little triangle. Bang! And hit him in the face. Oh, he probably got all tense in his face, right? Yeah, because it was sideways. like he could barely see me. I could barely see him, but I knew that it was his face down there. And I fucking hit him Bing. one time in the face, and uh, and then we got pulled apart, separated. And uh, I, they sent me to one bar in the place, and they sent these dudes out the back. Mm. So I, wa- I was sitting at this bar, and all my friends, everybody's trying to, like, find each other and, like, you know, yeah. re- regroup. And p- as people are walking up to me, I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers, uh, you know, we're all talking shit. Yeah, yeah. But every time they walk up to me, I see them do, like, a double take when they're looking at me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Like, uh, uh, Your face was fucked. Yeah, and I didn't yeah, realize yeah. how fucked up my face looked. So, uh yeah, when we, we left and went to a, uh, a convenience store, they're like, yo, you got to get some ice for your face. I'm like, why? What's up with my Damn, face? Man, was it that bad? You got <laughs> the go Martin in, Lawrence? I go into a convenience store to buy a cup of ice from like a you know a soda machine, a big gulp machine or whatever. Yeah. And I, I just caught my reflection in the, in the window. <laughs> As I was like walking into the place, I caught my reflection. I'm like, oh, shit. And the clerk. Looking like Quasimodo. <laughs> the clerk at the gas station <laughs> when I walked in was like, uh... He just fucking Damn. reared back and was like, what the fuck? Yeah, my face was fucked up. So I had, you know, the next day, all the swelling was pretty much gone. And I had like black eyes and a bloody lip and shit like that. My head hurt. So but, how did you feel since you took an L in front of your friend? The first time you went back around all the people that was there. I wouldn't talk to them for weeks. How did you feel? Uh, I never stopped going around them. Like we were hanging out the next day, that night. Yeah, like, just, yeah I just never stopped. Never, so no. it didn't affect you mentally no, at all? no. Rich, I know people who got beat up like that and had like, yeah, like straight up PTSD. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. You know, like I, it, it wasn't like that for me because I wasn't like I wasn't even really mad at the guys. Like I would hit somebody if he was hitting my brother. I was I wasn't like angry, Man. and I think I think that we all knew that we just went there to to fight. be in a fight anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it was wasn't like that the way back then. Yeah, like, like just to see who wanted to fight. We kind of assumed. And every area had their own little thing of like where to go. It was always like 
go hang around the college kids, you're going to get in a fight. Or go around the like rich fucking Gap commercial looking douchebags with the yeah. funny hair and shit. Wait yeah. till somebody says one wise Once comment. Get, you're like, hey, what? bro, I'm so fucked up. You know the fight's coming soon. <laughs> what about you, Rich? Ever take the L? Be honest. Be honest. Yeah, I mean, probably. But I, I mean, I'm just the type of dude. I wouldn't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I wouldn't be embarrassed. Like, dude, if I if I walked in here right now with a black eye, we'd like, get the guns and go outside. Yeah, but <laughs> I wouldn't be embarrassed. I would be excited to tell you guys what happened. Why did I get a black eye? You know like, why? I don't, you know why I wouldn't be embarrassed, and why Joe wouldn't be embarrassed? Because we could guarantee that we didn't start the shit. So it's kind of like yeah. if, if you're the guy who's loud oh, mouth you started and you lose, set it off and then you get your ass kicked, you should be embarrassed. Nah, I'll tell you. I might get beat up after somebody else says something off. I get caught in a mix defending a friend or, you know, stand up. But it's I'm not going to be Dude, the guy setting it off. I'm, I took an L in front of a girl that I was fucking with for like a minute. This is when I first moved to Savannah, Georgia. And I mean, I got washed. I got washed. Like there was like, this was humiliating ass whooping. <laughs> like seriously, like it's one of those ass whippings. You didn't foresee it going that wrong. Like, it's the ass whooping you just wish never, like, fucking happened. And it, it's, it, it's all on some It's the kind shit. of ass whooping that included screams. No, ah, ah. no, nah, nah, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It was more just like, like, you know, I got too much pride to ever be like, yo, chill, or, yo, stop, or something like that. But, like, if that didn't get broken up, it was I was about to be like, yo, chill, B. <laughs> Put a beat on. You know what I mean? Like... But the chick Trina was this gorgeous, gorgeous fucking black girl. Braised down to her ass. Huge Buffy the body ass. You know who Buffy the body is? No. Fucking ass is just retarded. She had the hips, the thighs, the titties. Why she hanging with whitey like you? Man, come on, baby. I'm a motherfucking beast when it comes to these girls. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm with her. Now, we were like Fraser Home dudes, right? There was a project literally... Right across the four-lane highway called Caton Homes, right? It was a basketball tournament. RT1, everybody was talking shit. You know how it goes. Well, I'm over on another side of town with this chick on a date. Running the dude and his friends. He's talking shit. Now, you with a girl. You can't just be like, yo, keep walking, keep walking. And then, you know, shorty <laughs> looking at me like... Motherfucker, you gonna say something, right? You, something, you know what yeah. I'm mean? saying? So I'm like, man, fuck y'all. And they were like, oh, what you wanna do, son? And he squared up. And I was like, oh, I got to now. And I gave it I gave it the effort. I did throw one shot. And that was it. It was lights out. Got fucked up. Stomped out. All that in front of the girl. You got knocked out? <clears throat> no, not oh. knocked out. Stomped out. Stomped out. So like, he was on your back and he jumped on you. One, one dude? Nah, like two dudes. Ah, what two you dudes. Who do you care? But, you, you know, you get you. kicked, whatever. Dudes, whatever, from around the corner store came out, broke shit up. So everything was cool, whatever. I went back to the hood. We went looking. That's a different story. But with this girl, it was so fucking embarrassing because no matter what, whenever you want to talk shit and fight with this girl, she'll just throw it in your fucking <laughs> face, dude. Oh, you can talk that to me, but you can't do that to these fucking dudes when they beat you up. I, I had to break up with a dude. Fuck wow. that bitch. Beautiful, but fuck that bitch. Actually, had you know. Yeah, that's mean, man. But that's that was it. the only humiliating. I never, I feel like as long as you don't run, you take your ass whooping, there's nothing to be humiliated about at all. 
Yeah, in prison, unless you set it off like an animal. Oh, if you start it, you're <laughs> yeah, fucking. Yeah, then you then you should. That's why like, I said it never ends well for a dude that thinks he's unbeatable, super tough. Yeah, because I mean, as a fighter, because people can remember. Oh, I right. thought everybody was a pussy. I thought you could take everybody. Now what happened, dude? But and also losing a prison fight, that's pretty fucking humiliating. You got to deal dude. with that every day, then. That's yeah, like because there's like, especially when you did it. I mean, if you did it as a man and you lost, like dudes are gonna respect it. But you got to see this dude like every fucking day for until one of y'all leave. Yeah. That's pretty bad, but there's always somebody tougher, but I think that was my only humiliation just because it happened to a girl. So from this day forward, I never like if I'm dating a girl and some shit happens, I'll be like, "Bitch, go get in the car, drive down the street and let, let me handle this shit." <laughs> Unless I got the strap. If I got the strap, then hey, we can we can do anything we got to do, but now listen, back in the day, I must have put you up to some fights that you didn't go through with, no? Oh, you always tried to get me to fight. Oh, always. You know, I was thinking that <laughs> you John like Joseph the... was talking about when he was a kid. And oh, yeah, I had me do some made dumb shit. Walk up to that big black dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you and dumb shit. I was thinking like, you, damn, man. You I know, wonder some... what kind of awful shit we made Ray do. One, one day when uh, Joe Hardcore, we got to do a podcast at the same time. We got to talk about like the first time we got maced. I was with Joe Hardcore. We shared that bonding was experience. Was that at the freight yard? Yes. I remember yes. that. Yeah, I remember that Yo, shit. Yo, we got into like. I remember f- that. There was like nine fights. It was a Hatebreed show, I think, or something. Earth Crisis. Earth Crisis. Yeah, this is when everybody Earth. was straight edge and shit. And um, yeah, dude, we got so many fights and then got maced. I think me and Joe got maced <laughs> twice together. If I'm not, I, we got to talk when he's on here. But yeah, you guys had me do some dumb shit. You guys, that and uh, like starting fights with like fucking looking uh, Nazi looking dudes or shit. Yo, dancing to him as hard as you fucking can. Or I got your back. Just go and fucking spin kick and do, just go fucking do this. Or when we used to rip the roof down from CC's and shit like that. Like I just do dumb. Rat Boy was notorious for like go do some dumb shit. And I always look at him like, motherfucker, you ain't that much bigger than me. You know what I mean? Rat Boy back in the day was like 100 pounds. He was like a big ramen noodle with tattoos. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he was really skinny back then, right? Yeah. And then you had, yeah, I think we all had like the shit talking phase. And then like with Stroudsburg, we could just go to Main Street and stand around long enough and pretty soon it was going to be a college juggler. Look at these fucking faggots. And then we get do whatever. And Wilkes-Barre, they got that main drag strip that dudes, you know, I won't name names because people were in bands and they're great citizens now. But, you know, I can remember some singers from certain bands that, you know, got strength in the name and stuff. All them guys would be, uh, <laughs> you know, them guys were fighters too, man. Them guys, I don't think... Dude, don't we used to. I used to be they in strength for it. I was the drummer in strength for it. I remember, and I was up there all the time because we would chill at CC's because that was where yeah. our practice spot was, yeah. and we would go to Wilkes-Barre and just cruise around looking for looking a fight, for fights, yeah. looking around for, the square. Yeah, yeah. just driving mm-hmm. around. I remember chasing people who we are now affiliated with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I remember hunting people <laughs> in Wilkes-Barre. It always be good when you have somebody in mind. Yeah, like you're looking for a specific person. <laughs> and then you get a glimpse out of the car and you're wait a minute, is that that's, him. that's that motherfucker right there? That's, 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 that's his car. That's his car. That minute of your heart beating with the adrenaline, that's the greatest feeling yeah, in the like, world. Oh, like, I've fucking seen him. We're man. really doing I this. Remember, we're really doing this. I always remember being in the car, though, and I knew some dudes didn't want, were praying we didn't run into to the people we wanted to run into. 
And I could see that just no heart on some motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Because then you see the dudes that get all excited and start drooling like a fucking dog. And then the other ones that are like sinking into their seat. Yeah. Yo, like, Richie, remember when you and me drove to Philly to go handle that shit? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that was fucking dope. I was uh, I worked all day, man. I was like tired. I was doing a, I was doing like working for myself at the time. Yeah. Like doing my, I had like a. Was I working with business. you? No, no. Oh. You were in the city, but uh, we had a contract issue. I guess you could call it. Like like hardcore bands that have like contracts. It's such a weird thing because you're not really. Nobody At enforces that this shit. Nobody mm. enforces like the first Wisdom and Chains record. Yeah. Was, well, people own it. You know, people like later on, this shit is important. But at the time, you don't even think about at it. At the time, you're not thinking it. And at the time, it's like, who I'm thinking, like, who the fuck would really enforce this contract? Like, you know, what is this all about? I mean, I guess it's important if you front money and you're trying to, like, you know, eventually, hopefully this pays off and you get to, you know, get some recoup on yeah. some publishing or something like that. You're but you're not thinking that. about that at the time. But um, me and Richie had a. We were we were trying to get a record with another label. No, we got an offer. We got an offer from another label. Yeah, we didn't want to work with the dude that we we were with. And the guy was trying to squeeze. The guy was trying a to, little something extra out yeah. of this this new label. And we said, nah, nah. Without, kind of cutting us out of the we deal. Said, nah, without, oh, I was about to say without informing y'all on. No, we were well informed, but he was trying to basically like cut us out of it and say, "Yeah, you can have you can sign Wisdom and Change for this amount if you deal with me. If so. you deal directly wow. with me, what a fuck." So, so uh, I had it was nighttime. It was like it was already night. It was like I had worked all day, way too late. It was probably eight o'clock, and I was just busting my ass all day in his hot attic, hanging some fucking sheetrock in an attic. <laughs> with some asshole who didn't want to be there with me. He like It was just like a shitty day. Yeah. And then Richie called me. He's like, yo, this is happening. We just got to take care we of this, We got to go Joe. down to Philly. <laughs> and I was like, it was like a oh, Wednesday night. furious. Yeah, Wednesday I was night. Gassing you worked all day, too? I was gassing him up oh, the whole night. Oh, for that. Yeah. I had Joe. Joe, if Joe had a gun, he would have blew his head off as soon as he saw Ooh, him. I, man, I was fucking angry, man. I but said, it felt great when you called him, man. Right? I was driving. Good. I had one hand on the thing. I said, Joe, maybe you don't realize the severity of uh, the situation. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe said, what do you mean? What do you mean? Boom. I started laying it on. One layer. Two layer. His head. I could see the vein in his fucking temple. By the time temple. you crossed the Ben Franklin, you're like, I'm going to fucking kill everybody <laughs> yeah, outside. I was going to kill this guy, man. I was so mad. So, yeah, we showed up at his. Uh, he was taking a. Like a fighting class. He that's what he really? was doing that night. That night he was at like a class, wow. like learning how to like fight. And One shit. of our like, dudes gave us the heads up where he training was. Martial arts. They're like, oh, <laughs> he's at this class where they're right now. They're, they're learning how to fight three or more people at once. That's it. And we're like, oh wait, yeah, a minute. some really? martial arts. There's only two of us. So we showed up there, and his whole class emptied out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> that could have went really bad really quick if the class would have seen y'all, though. They did see us. Joe really? was in the middle of the roll. Like, they like, did see like, us. I was oh, fucking you waiting jumped for out him. by yourself. I was waiting for the yeah. class to dismiss. And I, and he, the class dismissed, and they all walked out to their cars, and I was standing there pacing, waiting for to see his face. And I confronted him in front of his whole class. And uh, let's not give up too much information. To say, yeah, let's I not give took up. His, yeah, yeah. Well, took his no heart. incrimination. Yeah, I don't so. know how long ago it was. I don't know if stuff was still. I got a bad memory when it comes to 
length of time. That could have been a bad memory, period, dude. Who does? You. Why do you say that? Motherfucker, you never remember nothing. We'll be talking about some shit, and I'll be like, yeah, dude, you remember saying that? No, I never said that. I never did this, and I never... <clears throat> yeah, there's like a time period. You have a good memory for certain things and a bad memory for other things. I, mm. I'm the same way. But like, I can remember things that happened 30 years ago, Yeah, but I can't remember something that happened last week. Or you know what I mean? When people talk about shows, ago. if they're going back yeah. more than a couple weeks, I, remember I don't know. Telling what the fuck him about told. how he tortured me, but in listening like, to Pink Floyd, he's like, oh, "I don't remember that." Yeah, like, like in like twenty years, you'll remember that show though. Detrimental. Detrimental. Well, I'll tell you, Revenge hit like when I got the guy that fucking put me, you know, in the fucking coma. That. That uh, I mean, it didn't go as I pl- I didn't really plan it. I was bombed out of my mind, fresh out of jail, like literally a week out of prison. And I was at a club, and this dude comes in. Oh shit! First time ever seen it. I was so fucking mad because I was with some pussy motherfuckers. I'm like, yo, give me the hawk. Give me the uh, hawk is a knife, you know. So I'm like, give me the hawk because I'm like, you know, my whole mind. As soon as I seen him, I was like, he's going to the fucking hospital he's going hospital or the mall one of them you know what i mean he has to because like i'm in like a hub party too so like now everybody in there knows this motherfucker put me in the coma and now i'm home from prison and see him if i don't do something oh it's over tomorrow i won't be able to walk around not that that was even in my mind the only thing in my mind was oh i gotta get him before he sees me because i know as soon as he sees me he's gone He's, he's getting the fuck up out of it. But he just got out of prison, and this was the place his whole family was throwing the fucking oh, get out of shit. prison party. Nobody will give me a knife because the people that were there were like mutual friends, I guess you would say. So they're like, we're not going to give you a knife. So, dude, I'm sitting here like, I can't get a bottle because we're in a nightclub, but there's a pool table. So I get one of the balls, the eight ball, you know, like whatever ball. I grabbed and I walked to the bar. I get a shot. Now, as soon as I'm getting this shot, because I'm trying to get closer and closer, but he's around like mad fucking people. And his sister peeps me. So as soon as she sees me, I'm like, I got to go. Because I see her calling like, I ain't going to say a name, but she's calling the dude, calling the dude. So I just run for it, try and just get as close as I can. As soon as I grab him on the shoulder, I get three hits on him. Boom, boom, boom. Then I get jumped. With the pool ball? Yeah. Nice. Cracked his whole shit. He got like, I think like 23 stitches down his head. He's got a scrape down here. I got a couple scrapes down here. You know, it's been back and forth for a while. But the three dudes I was with, fucking dead to me, dude. Because I couldn't believe that. Like, yo, they almost took my fucking life. And you're, yo, why are you going to do it here? Just wait. or Let's go tomorrow. It's like, nah, give me a fucking knife. But maybe they did you a favor. If I would have got that knife, though, it's a good reason I didn't get it. Because I would have probably been a prison That's what I'm saying. Because the sisters told on me. I went to parole on Wednesday. And they were like, you was in such and such and such. And I was like, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Because dude signed in on me in prison. When parole found out that we were both on parole, they switched his parole to another office because they, you know what I'm saying? They knew there was a problem. They don't want him leaving as you're showing up. Right, right, <laughs> right. Because it, it goes down. Like, anytime I see the dude, it goes down. I don't give a fuck if I'm with my kids in fucking Walmart buying fucking socks. And t- I'm going at it full force. Like, you have to. No way you can't. Until when? Because you know he's going to do it. Yeah. And I don't know. You know Would he do it, though? Would he? If he's high, if he's high, he'll do it. Hmm. 
When he's sober, he's a pussy. He's one of them dudes. Ray, you have to learn forgiveness. Nah, leave that for the Christmas oh. and all that shit. I, I don't. I ain't with that. When you there's certain things you can like. If you beat me up, Joe, what's wrong? With I can hold that. I try. To I can hold him. that. Gotta I can hold it. Him, you know, but once you shoot at me, a stab, a slice, or try and do something, like, dude, nah, it's going until one of us ain't they, around. That's they, another level. They made a mistake. Nah, fuck that. Come on. I made a mistake too, but and you and you would hope for forgiveness. Nah, fuck that. If they're gonna get me, they going anything I did to somebody. If it comes back to me, there's not. Me and Joe was just talking about it. There's nothing you can do. Shit's gonna happen. You just gotta take it. That's why when people like. You know, it sucked when, like, your family's, like, my sister's like, oh, why you keep getting, you know, the jaw, the fucking stabs, the comas, the shooting shits with the cars. And, you know, shit happens. You do shit, it comes back to you. There's no way. Like, dude, that fucking told on e-banks and all, all that shit's going to come back, or maybe it has, and that's why he's stuck in the rut he's in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I just feel like, you know, my karma's paid up. But fuck that, dude. You fucking put a knife into somebody until you're gone or he's gone. You got to go at each other every time. I don't care. It's like 50 Cent and Ja Rule. What? They beefed fucking 30 years ago and they still fucking go at it all the time. Yeah, but they just rhyme about each other. Nah, they got into it crazy. Like uh, 50 Cent beat them up in Atlanta airport. Then they broke into 50 Cent studio, stabbed them and all. Like a rap battle kind of like feminine if you think about it i don't know i think it's pretty pretty uh i think there's been some like bad ones to me i guess i guess there's definitely feminine rap battles but but no but like but that what, type of rap battle where people are like actually like, yeah but let's say just just the rap part of it like you, rap part you're of writing it? a rhyme about your enemy well, that's the art he's writing a poem about you you're writing poems about each other. That's the culture. <laughs> um, Bitch ass rappers. I beat up poem. any rapper. If you call it a poem, that's pretty It's good. a fucking poem. It's not a rap. Drake. Listen, if you're even willing to mention Drake, you're a fool. What about you? You speak it on forgiveness. I bet you don't forgive them skinheads. What skinheads? From the, come on, man. The skinhead story, man. Richie a... lost his tooth, kicked in the face by a skinhead boot. Look at that. I'm quoting lyrics and everything. I need to get paid. That was taken care of a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, but would, have you seen the dude or the dude's friends tomorrow when we were at the fucking gas station? You're not saying a little bit of you want to be like, man, I want to beat the shit out there. I want to beat up people that picked on me Listen, in third, fourth grade, dude. I, I just can't let shit go. That stuff was taken care of a long time ago. I guess it's like this. Maybe there's a point where you realize they're not there. You, you beat them. Yeah. If you feel like you beat them, there's no point in continually beating them. Mm. So let's say that skinhead story in particular. Mm. That dude ain't coming. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know for a fact they've seen each other and there's no way he's going to do shit. So I would say at that point, it would just be like bullying on Richie's part to even keep going at this dude. You know what I mean? It's just, it would look it would look bad on Richie probably if he just keeps going at this guy. I'm a good man. You know man. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, because... It, but if it was like a back and forth yeah. thing, then like like what you're saying, yeah. I think you're right. Like you have to assume yeah. that if you see him, if I got anything, he's coming for you. Period. That's, yeah. that's why he's there. Yeah. Yeah. If I got anything that's going back and forth, it's going to go back and forth twice. And then I'm gonna make it over for good, not just how it is. Yeah, that's where we're at. We're at. uh, He got me one. I got him one, and haven't seen each other since. 
So that's not exactly what, do you what think? I was saying, but I get it. I get it. What do you you think you will see him again? It's inevitable. You let your you let your bro Richie take care of this. Mm. All right? You just sit back. You take care of your babies. You never know, man. I think he's in the feds right now. He got caught up mm. in a fed case or something last. Fuck I, the feds. I'm not uh, too sure what happened, but uh, I know he like changed his life and all that shit. He's like fucking Muslim now or something. I don't know. Oh, mm. I lost interest in it. It's just you know, it's something. Uh, you know, it is like it's are like you, that. Are you both still? In the same area of the original incident, are you still like hanging around that same uh, geographic location? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's in. Like I said, I think he's still in the feds or whatever. But I mean, I got a lot of payback behind the scenes. You know, smash his sister. Ooh, uh, that was a good move. Damn, that was a good move. It's a good. The one that was strong you payback out. move. Strong mm-hmm. payback. No, move. that was another oh. sister. She was smacked. I would never touch her, but he had this like youngest sister, smacked. Like, twenty-two. So smacked means so, ugly, huh? Smacked means ugly. Smack could mean a lot of things. Like if I'm drunk, I could be like, "Yo, I'm fucking smacked," and that just means I'm really uh-huh. drunk. But if I'm like, so you just said, if she you're like, smacked. damn, look at shorty ass, and then she turn around and her face is twisted, I'll be like, oh yeah, she got fat ass, but the face is smacked. Like man, that bitch smack city, like smack you know city, I mean? son, smack <laughs> city. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Smack City, you heard. Oh, I was going to update you guys on my slang, but I forgot what it was. So remember I... <laughs> oh, yeah, what was it? Uh? I have no clue. But this conversation this shit down. made me think of that. So, yo, Ray, you said you had a question? Or questions? Oh, oh yeah, I got a good one, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, let Joe go first. Bring out the questions, boys. Play question music. Go ahead. <laughs> Do we have question music? Baboon, play some question music here. Or play Ray's intro when he walked in the room. I don't know. Oh, damn. I know where it heavy ass message. I gotta address that shit afterwards. Okay, let's see what we got here. Smack City. Uh, I just want to remind everybody if you do have questions or comments, anything you want to say, we get a lot of funny, just straight up comments, but I love when you ask, ask actual, like, deep questions. That's pretty dope. Um, send them to postamericapodcast at gmail.com or you can send direct message on Instagram at Post America Podcast. And uh, we will promptly answer your questions. You heard? Uh, let's see what we got here. What's okay, up, motherfuckers? Break your fucking face open. That's like, an answered one. Come on, both of you got your phones out like a little fucking look, I mean, I got a lot of like just comments, but I'm Dig looking it. for the question. Okay, here we go. This is from Don Crawl One. Oh, that's Five, crazy. Two, look, look who I'm looking up right now. I'm reading Are you through. really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's dope. Shout out to Don for Yo, hitting this everybody is, uh, up. This is uh, our buddy Crawl from, from uh, England. We stayed mm. at his house a couple times. And he's uh, he used to play in Six Foot Ditch. Six Foot Ditch, okay. Six Foot Ditch. What's up, mate? So, uh, and shout out to Brewster. He's got a little puppy named Brewster. Hopefully, he still has the puppy named Brewster. Brewster, yeah. Time ago. Um, so, Crawl says... Why does Richie always pick on the Irish? Was he bullied by a ginger kid with a tiny prick? Because <laughs> <laughs> them Irish girls that fucked was a, his head up. That's his uh, preliminary. That's his preliminary uh, question. Should I answer that one or you continue? No, uh, I love the Irish people. I always have, and uh, there's a way to show affection through teasing. 
And that's one of the methods I use. Continue. Excellent answer. Uh he says, I think Chris is always the voice of reason. Ah, it sucks. Chris is no here. Way. So. I'm he the says, voice I think Chris reason. is always the voice of reason, but he must be hiding some depravity. Yeah. What is his vice? He can't really be that nice, surely. <laughs> oh, so listen. he wants to know what is. He's what, big in the dominatrix. He He's be dominating like people in the basement <laughs> of his house. He's really into that shit. So if you want to get tortured, holla at mathematics, man. No, let's be honest. Chris has no vices that we know of. We've been in close contact with this guy for decades. Where we, our <laughs> eyes aren't off him until we're sleeping and he's sleeping. And he does nothing wrong or foul or weird or creepy. He's very Christ-like. Very Krishna-like. Yeah, like what does he, like he, he I seen him drink three or four beers since I've known him. And almost because he feels obligated to share one with a friend now and then. Yeah, he drinks it with like a face of like yeah, guilt. Yeah, but, but his friend wants to have a drink with him. He'll drink. Uh, I never seen him use drugs, smoke a cigarette. I never seen him disrespect someone or break anything intentionally. Uh, one of the kindest things I ever saw Chris do is have a beer with Luke on Luke's Birthday week. Lucas, <laughs> that is pretty fucking dumb. I've been was, trying to get mathematics to have a beer forever. Yo, for I, couldn't believe, I couldn't believe he did it. And he did it. And, he, you know, he did it because Luke kept on complaining and always drinking with him. So he, yeah, he took it on himself. He said, nobody's drinking with Luke. Nobody's really acknowledging his birthday because we don't give a shout shit out to Chris. Stuff. Luke must have made dope. him celebrate his birthday six times on a tour. It was a birthday tour. Usually people have a birthday. He had a birthday tour. The, every day of the tour mm. was his birthday. Yo, I don't even know if his birthday was anywhere near the tour. I don't remember I that no one showing in uh, France with the cake. Oh yeah, that was great, man. <laughs> Yo, we had it was his birthday. It was like I think that was his actual birthday, and we went into this town. It was a beautiful town, and Scott from Terror, Scott Vogel, he snuck and bought a really nice cake for uh, for Luke. Next thing you know, we're hiding the cake in the uh, in the club. We play, we sing happy birthday. Now, Terror plays, they call him up front, and they just smash the whole fucking cake all over him. The whole crowd picks, <laughs> fucking awesome. the whole crowd picks Luke up. Luke is, is singing and arms in the air, and his eyes are tight, and he's so happy. And even Chris was enjoying that day. But, yeah, Chris has no vices that I know of. I think he's really a good human being. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish I could say something bad about Chris, but I can't. He's boring as fuck. I mean, I'm, I don't know if that's a... Nah, I like hanging with Chris. You think he gets himself emerged in uh, like the, 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 the books and the histories and all that? You think maybe that's a vice for him? Like just getting lost in that shit? I don't know if that really counts as a vice because that's, like that's like a healthy thing for the most part, just reading books. Yeah, I don't I, know if that's... A vice would be something that you do... Oh, a vice is only a negative fucking yeah, thing? Yeah, like detrimental things that's, that's, you know... Yeah. Like a dirt, like your dirty secrets. Yo, I'm advice. telling you, I bet you he's like one of them weird perverted dudes that like be tying his girl. I don't up think not. No, I don't think like so. I don't think so at all. The apple in the fucking mouth, the whole nine, man. <laughs> I don't think so at all. We no, have, we already have one of those guys in the band, and it's not Chris. Oh <laughs> man, well we ain't even got a guess. <laughs> what? Take a guess who that is. Uh, <laughs> hey hey guys, how you doing? Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, but uh, no, Chris has. Uh, We're live right now yeah. on uh, Instagram, by the way. Yo, what's up with uh? All right, what, what you got? Ray's, Ray's 
bequest, bequest or request? I think it's request. Request. Yeah. Got to get them in. Got to get them in, man. What's the oh. What's the benefit of doing a live Instagram feed, Ray? I'd give people an idea of uh, when it's coming out. Get some people coming. You know, the more people you get in your lives, the algorithm pack catches you up. I was learning that from uh dude from Voice of Reason when we went to hang out yeah. with Terra. That guy he gave was us a school. Teaching me about yeah. fucking algorithms, man. Remember Voice of Reason? Voice of Reason, yes yeah. I do. The one dude is now a uh he's kind of uh in the field of promotion, publicity, oh, yeah. band bands selling shit. Like he just knew a lot of shit, man. Like I never knew uh you know, I knew a little bit about algorithms like when mathematics would talk about this and that but that dude was telling us like crazy shit like how to even scam on certain things like it was pretty fucking cool man but that's a good reason for going live and it gets people interested like oh there should be another episode coming in a couple days oh so we're trying to feed the algorithm right now preview. what we're doing so what are you on your personal uh no i'm on uh post america podcast instagram oh, live okay. feed nice nice and there are 12 people watching is nice. that good or bad for the algorithm? That's pretty bad. That's but bad. if you did it on the Wisdom and Chains <laughs> one, no. Let me go. Yeah, it's a lot it's more well, people the, the, post, I got the post a, is getting good, we man. We got some followers on there. There's like over a G. Yeah, we uh, got 12 of the coolest fucking people watching, though. You know what I'm saying? The best fucking oh, people. Oh, shit. Yo, Ray, they love you. Look. Oh, they love me? Somebody said, what's good, Ray? What's Get good? Get Ray on that Jack D. Yeah, yeah, fucking. Let oh no! Ensue. I'm only on Valium right now. I only took about five Valiums to do this episode. Oh, Jack Daniel! I'm like, what's Jack D? <laughs> what a nerd! What a Yo, that's a See, crazy shot. Right, right, right now, I got a crazy shot. Oh yeah, you got like yeah. double. It's like you're here, boom, and then you. <laughs> and then you're there. Yo, see if do I... that to do that to right. Point at right. What? Oh shit! Two right. One, two. I like that. That's Yo, dope. see if there's any questions that they want answered. I can't find you, you got a question? You got a question for me, Richie, Ray, anybody? But what do you yo, got? Let's see. Read another one while we wait. See what happens. Go ahead, Ray. You do yours. Cody the Super I can't super find girl. it, dude. <laughs> That's why I'm like, yo. I can't fucking find it. New wisdom. Can't wait. Oh, shit. We got 14 people now. 14. 14. The algorithm is working. I'm telling you. <laughs> the see algorithm. the algorithm. Algorithm of the Respect night. Respect the algorithm. Yo, what's up from Noise? What's up from Cody the Supergirl? Yo, what's up? What's up? We need some questions. Anybody got any questions out there? <laughs> Your boy McGuire's on. He said he's about to go to bed. Hey, McGuire, what time is it over there? <laughs> McGuire. McGuire. Yeah, that's the Irish dude. Yeah, man. We're going to get out there to Ireland one day, tear up the Yo, city. respect from Morocco, North Africa. Oh, shit. Morocco, gotta... what's up, baby? Yo, McGuire, yeah. check this out. I was just telling Ray about Phil Lynott. He didn't know who that was. And uh, I was just giving him a little lesson in the black Irish history. Oh, you got low power on your shit. Yeah. What do I got? Turn it around. See? 20%. That's not too bad. I could deal with that. But this is we'll Ray for people. We'll get through the episode people. with 20%. So shout out to Listen, Co- Cody friends. asked a question. Okay. What do you got from Cody? She says, are you guys going to make more new songs? I mean, eventually, but we just made a bunch. Well, maybe she doesn't know that. Why don't you tell her? Cody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Cody, my favorite <laughs> hardcore girl in the world. Cody's going to be a superstar soon. She one already day. is, No, man. I mean, but she like is. So in the Cody, future. We made, we have, um, uh, I want to say 12, probably 12 new songs, and then we re-recorded an old song for this new record. 
and it's coming out July 20th and on Fast Break Records. You can pre-order fastbreakrecords.com. You can get some cool t-shirts. You can get a skateboard. You can get all kinds of cool shit on there. Cool you know, while, while Cody is on, let me ask you a question. Cody, while you're on, who is your favorite? Rich, Joe, or Ray? Who's your favorite? Oh, don't put me in the list. Y'all superstars, <laughs> man. Do the right thing, Cody. You know who it is. Troy Moore said, what's up? But Steel Soul says, what unions are y'all in? 157. 18A. Cement and concrete. I'm oh, this, on food stamps he's and in government a, assistance. He, I got he's shit. a plumber and gas <laughs> fitter. Union. You ever hear Local 5, plumbers, gas fitters? Local 5. Is that New York City? I don't know. Cody's thinking, though. She said, um, come on, Cody. Come on, Cody. You Rich, know, just say my name. You Rich know. always treats you right. Joe, Joe makes plans and he don't show up. You know, you know he it does. Is, Cody. Come on. Cody, just say who the got honor. You? Ah. Cody, who got, is it Joe? Nah, she said all of you. What a good oh, kid. Come on, what Cody. A good kid. All right, I'll take that. No, we appreciate that, Cody. Can I freestyle over the algorithm? <laughs> uh, Life Through Torment says, what's the wildest show you ever played or attended? Go, Ray. Wildest show? Has to be my first show. Fury 5, Madball. Damn. Uh, I don't remember. I know Crutch was on the bill, but this is back when Fury had the crew DMS was coming out like, you know, and this is my first show. I don't know nothing about none of these people. All I know is a big ass group of tattooed up white dudes was going crazy. And I remember I wanted to go up front and then Stickman started like beating up the crowd. So I wanted to go to the back to get away from like everything. Cause I was like, this is fucking nuts, you know, but it, that to me was my craziest show, my first show. I can't even remember, dude. <laughs> Joe, what do you think? Um, there was a show. I remember seeing a show at CC's. One of my favorite show memories. It was a crazy show, but it was also one of my favorite memories. Is um, 108 at CC's. Oh, and I'm not even a huge 108 fan. I do like 108. They got some cool shit. But the crowd was going so crazy. And uh, remember like the power was always really shitty at CC's. It would be like just lose power out of nowhere. Yes, or I do. It was, like the, the, the fucking sound would just like shut off. The soundboard would... would blow a breaker or something so the breaker blew and all the lights went off and there was no there was no more pa system the lights went out it was black in there but they never stopped playing like the drummer never stopped playing the drums and it was uh they were doing um i think it was no spiritual surrender like an inside out cover Oh, yeah, I remember that. And the crowd was going so crazy. They sang for like five minutes in the dark, and the drummer was playing in the dark, and the crowd was just singing. And then the lights came back on, and you just saw like a mound of bodies. It was fucking insane. I can't believe you said them. Why? Because they're nerds. It's pretty nerdy. 108. It was dope. Cody wants to know when we playing Philly again. This is hardcore, this Cody. This is hardcore, July 29th, I think, right? Oh, yo, Nature Boy says, why is Ray's choice in eyewear so nerdy? Uh, wow. Who's Nature, Nature Boy? Boy? Come on, Who's Nature, Nature Boy? Boy. And then we're asked, when will we play South Florida? A good chance, my maybe never. Glass, these Versace, because motherfucker. These shits is hard. You they're crazy. Versace. They're yo, look Versace. how Show them again. Look how thick they are. You're blind as a fucking bat. Damn, and that shaky fucking hand. Shit. He needs that Jack D. Did Big Meats. Oh, I got a question for y'all. Did Big Meats do the cover art for the new album? Big Meats did no. not do the cover art. Our friend Jonesy, Chris Jones, did the cover art. 
Okay, Jonesy uh, One Tattoos, I believe, is his Instagram name. I think Plug. so. Look at this guy with the knowledge. He did the last uh, album or two from the God Rhythm. Okay, but um, I think big did Big Me's do something on the inside? No, he was gonna, but he just didn't have enough it time. Just didn't happen. So yeah, no, Big Me's is not involved with this one. But shout out to Big Me's, always putting in that good work, that good good work. Bushido Code said, "What's up?" Bushido Code is playing a weekend of shows. Is it this weekend or next weekend? Um, next weekend. No. Yo, two weekends from Bushido not this Code weekend, weekend after. Has fucking riffs, man. They got riffs. Yeah, they're very good. I don't know if Derek's writing everything, but it's definitely got like his like sound. You Bushido Code is good, and uh, I'm. I'm excited to hear Mike Ledet's vocals. This this yeah. guy got some good stuff to say. Life through torment. Talk about the theme or inspiration for the new album. Mm. I don't know, man. It's hard to say because you don't. I don't. I didn't think there was a theme until you. It's finished and you hear like the whole thing together. And honestly, I still haven't heard it like seamlessly from beginning to end. So it's kind of hard to put a theme on it. But from feedback I've gotten so far, it seems like a little bit darker of an album. Like a little bit more uh, moody. And well, Ray, Ray likes average. darker things. Ray loves dark, especially things. that dark pussy you heard. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was a little creepy, man. That was yeah, a little gross. harsh. Kind of gross. Was, uh, yeah. Sounded gross. This is 2018. Somebody, that's a little harsh. Somebody said uh, hi, and the only thing I know is that I will travel from Portugal to Belgium next August to see you at Eperfest. Yeah, that's thank awesome, you very man. much. Come to Denver this year. We hope so. And. Uh, what else we got going so on? Oh, you, you, you when will Wick do yeah. a POW, the a product waste cover live? Did we ever? I think we did. Oh, we did. Uh, yeah, we used to do I Fight, and we did. Um, what's the other one? But we got to do it again. Uh, write my name on the wall. And then, uh, when will you play another Ramones cover set? So Ray, did Please I do this? Thanks. Did I share it? Is it up? Ray, don't know. Did you hit share? I Look at Ray's so. glasses. Not if they say that. Look oh, it says your fun. video will be available yeah. soon. You My better, Cody. Is hard. You crazy, man. Cody says she'll be on stage singing with us. With us. We appreciate that. Yo, Cody did Tell her to pick first... a song. Cody, did you do your first stage dive to Wisdom and Chains? Mm. Question for Cody. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know if people know. Like, I don't. I feel like Cody betrayed us, though. Betrayed us for Jesus' peace. Betrayed us? Nah. She just added Cody. To... Cody has a. a... Very eclectic taste in, oh, in uh, music. Man. Listen, somebody's com- combating and saying raised glasses are hard, y'all. Good looking. Uh, <laughs> damn, look at him. He's smooth as a motherfucker. But yo, Cody, did you really uh, sell us out for Jesus Peace? No, come on. She said, yeah. What do you mean, no? I can't believe it. Why would she, uh, why would she, why would she what? Why would she do that? I don't know. She's our pal. Listen, they're a younger, more hip band. You're getting old, Joe. I got to join Jesus Peace. I'm trying to join this band called uh, Gloves Off. Gloves off is dope. dope, man. And I heard the new. Is it a full length or what is it? Just a EP. That's, it was like uh, six songs. Really good though. That's uh, Cody's band from very the creepy. other Cody. A very creepy style. Very um. Damn, Nature Boy's going hard on Ray though. Son. <laughs> he going hard on Ray. Shit. My is boy. Nature Boy is that the dude that you're looking for? Nature Boy. Oh, Nature Boy is Zach. Zach Barone. Oh man. Because Ray just joined my Zach fucking feet over here. Oh, yo, Joe Harcourt's on. What question did you have for Joe Harcourt? Listen, Ray was just talking that he got his first mace. The first time he got maced was along with you. 
And I think that it was at the freight yard. Yeah, it was. At it was an Earth Crisis time. show. Can you confirm or deny this, Joe Hardcore? Can Did you, you and Ray get maced? Or deny? Did you and Ray? Oh, we weren't the only two. Group of people get maced at the freight yard in Allentown. A whole bunch of us got maced that fucking night, but Joe got it the worst. Yo, remember when Joe got maced in Allentown on the bridge? Oh my God! That, is that right between? Is that Bethlehem or Allentown at the Sterling? Is that the one? You yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy. No. Joe said it was in Reading with the Mace at Hatebreed. I think it was Allentown, man. It uh-huh. had to be Allentown. Listen, I'm going to go with it Joe's memory breed. over your 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 suede memory. All right. Suede. Yeah. I know you ain't talking. You the dude that got to take memory pills. You can't remember shit. I don't take no pills. I'm straight edge fool. What you heard? Oh wait, Joe said it was Allentown. Okay. Woo! Okay. Memory sharp as a Why are you giving baby? Joe the finger? I'm sharp giving you attack. the finger. I ain't giving Joe the finger. I'm giving you the finger. finger. I can't believe you that. You been hating you, fucking nature boy. All you fucking wops, man. Oh, the whole oh, fucking oh, time, man. With the racism. This fucking Mick red pink motherfucker. <laughs> Listen, Joe Harcourt, you got to come and do the podcast. Yeah, he said it was Hatebreed in Allentown. I remember that show. Yeah, it was like a, cra- it was like a, a big show, too. I think it was like... Uh, a lot of bands on that show. Hey, Donovan's on. Donovan Marlowe. What's up, Donovan? He said, Books, uh, do a spoken word album. How you doing, Donovan? Everybody's cool. No, I'm not drinking today. I'm not drinking today, McGuire. Not drinking today. I'm sober. Sober, sober. Yeah, we did a thing where we just went live. But, I mean, there was literally hundreds of questions coming through it. No. Once, thousands I mean, either. next time, like, when we do the live, just put it there and then boom, just let it just sit there while you talk and then cut it after like two, three minutes, let them hear a juicy chunk, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this podcast was just us talking shit, but still that, to me, I think so far, the best three podcasts that uh, Post America's put out, um, John Joseph, Roger, and uh, Stickman, dude. Oh, the sick man was those the, are three strong ones. Episode one, my favorite yeah. one was with you where we were talking about Halloween shit. Yeah, but y'all still ain't put me on the cover. I'm not in Post America. I ain't get down with the fucking click yet. I don't know what I gotta Nobody's do. In there. I, it's, I, it's fucking you and Richie on the fucking thing. When are you gonna put me? Just put me in the background, just a little, like my face, just a little bit. We're trying to get people to subscribe, not throw up in their mouth. You crazy? Right? I got about 15 <laughs> messages, yo. They need to put you on permanently. Yo, come on, listen, man. Listen, listen. Come on, man. Even today. Can't be a hater your whole life. He hits me up randomly. I'll be home till Friday. Yeah. Let's do the podcast. I said, oh, I hit up Joe immediately. Yeah. And Chris. Chris says he can't. Joe says he can. Yeah. I go back to you. I say, yes, 6 o'clock. Then you say, no, 7. You're yeah. just like them two. I'm driving fucking You're a pain back. in the ass. I'm driving like back them from two. work, Then you shouldn't, have, then you shouldn't have said you could do I it. Just, I did. I said till Friday, motherfucker. You the only one that said... Yo, let's do it now. Let's we're do it here, right we're now. Here. I didn't we're say right it. now. Everything I said 6 o'clock. We're here and I said it. 7 o'clock, and I made it on time I'm for the all first time. you, Joe, The first Chris. time since we've done this podcast, I was on time. I'm going to shut this mic off and keep on yelling over me. Fellas, all we're right? here. Howard we're Stern style. We're doing it. Like Howard Stern did that to Andrew Dice. What are we arguing about? We're here podcasting. I'm, I'm arguing because arguing. he's in the same situation as Chris and Joe. Said, he can only do it at his convenience when he wants to do it. Leaving me high and dry to do all the fucking heavy lifting. That's what I'm talking about. You got some emotional issues. Just say, yeah, sir, I'm sorry, and I'll forgive. 
Rich's uh, life is this podcast. This is his favorite. It's all I got. And you favorite, spit in my face. It's his favorite thing. He loves it. In his life. He definitely loves it. And uh, there's we got a lot of other shit going on. Mm-hmm. This is Richie's thing. Well, no. Hopefully, I get this new job. I got an interview on Thursday. Dude, for what? Can we talk about it? Uh, you know, I'm going to be doing things for Trump, man. Trump needs a little help. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he needs help reaching yeah, out to the black gonna, yeah, voters. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to do like Kardashian? No, it's actually a dope job. Um, it's something where I'll be home every other day uh, because, you know, I'm getting my son for the summer. Nice. So I'm getting off the road, leaving, you know, the big, big money I make to, you know, get some more time with my little man. And uh, yeah, so if I get this job, I was telling Richie we could start knocking these bad boys the fuck on out and, uh, you know, maybe get to uh, go around maybe outside of this area and get some cool interviews. Because, dude, I want to make that fucking Hoya one happen because that Hoya one was like a great teaser. Oh, that's all it was, was Hoya, a teaser. Like <laughs> Hoya, I just want... You know, like the certain dudes, like Hoya, you ain't even got to ask nothing. Just fucking give him a blunt, give him the mic, and just fucking let him do his thing, man. Yep, yep. And uh, you know, but and there's a lot of fests coming up. This is hardcore. Be perfect to get a little room, knock out, maybe like 15, 20 minute interviews with a lot of the bands. Yeah, you know what somebody asked me about, which I think would be a lot of fun to do one of these live. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of these live in front of like get you know a, like get a bunch of a people, seated audience, a couple people maybe get like Stickman, Joe, get, couple, I look good. Ah, be, I think guests. it'd be a total mess. Too many people talking over each other. And no, no, you don't have everybody do it. You have one guy in and then one guy out. All right, you it, go it, eat it, a fucking. Yeah, cheese, I've bro. listened to live podcasts and they're it's funny. It's like this, but we're, we're like. You know, you got to know how to read an audience and pause while people are laughing or reacting to something that was said. Yeah. But, like, you just got to flow with the audience, and it's it's dope when you hear a good live one. No, I tell Richie, well, you and Richie always been about this uh, podcast. But I'm going to tell you, dude, I didn't think it was like, like, I enjoy listening to it. You know what I mean? But I didn't think that many people. I was telling Richie, dude, I just started getting hit up like crazy fucking. Well, we got word know? today. It's the number one. Uh, subscribe to podcast from Monroe County, Pennsylvania. Wow, that's amazing, really? man. I want to say no. Thank I don't you. know if that's no. <laughs> thank you to all the listeners out there. I thank was trying guys. to say something that would be an easy feat, but then I thought about it. I said, you know, it might not even be <laughs> number one. In no, New York I County. think I think it's picking up. And again, you know, it, it doesn't come out every week. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah, I think no, with regular regularity, that's what I'm would telling be, uh, you. That's what I'm telling with you. With consistency, well, that's why I said I'm trying to put together. Remember, I don't know if momentum. Richie showed you the intro. I made an intro for the Post America YouTube site. That's why I, I was taking that. a video, yeah, dope. and I'm gonna do some editing tonight. Maybe throw a couple down. I'm gonna try and start getting the youth. That's gonna be my little thing. It's gonna be my little thing that we bring to the table. All right? Okay. But I be. Yeah, I heard you got a little thing. The fuck I yo, you've been shooting me down Damn. all fucking day. Man. Giving the people Damn. what they want. Yeah. And uh I don't even know what to say. He just threw me off. I had a whole good thing going and yeah, then he wants to talk about, about wood. We're talking Why about does momentum? he always want to talk about wood? You know what I mean? There's something wrong with a guy that always wants to talk about wood. Wood? What the fuck are you talking about? I'm not talking a about jack. my meter kiss, man. What you mean? Meticus. <laughs> Uh, wrap it up, Joe. Wrap it up. All right. Joe, you, I you think uh, we said sidetracked. everything we had to say tonight. Uh, <laughs> people, don't snitch on your friends. There's a better way to go yeah. about things. 
there's better ways to handle things. And uh, one thing that we definitely learned from John Joseph, uh, if you have karmic retribution coming to you, let's say you do shitty things when you're a kid, let's say you do shitty things as an adult, the only way you can get around it is facing it. You got to face it. You got to face your, your what your fuck-ups are. And you got to take the fucking payback that comes. And uh, the best way to live is kindness, man. Just be nice to people. Be nice to each other. Be uh, do, do kind acts for people without being asked. Do nice things for people. Shout out to everybody that has PMA. I know it's easy to say PMA, PMA, PMA. And it's annoying sometimes when people say PMA. But the truth is, you got to be nice, man. You just got to be fucking nice to people. And uh, you be nice and nice things happen to you sometimes, you know. Shitty things happen too, but nice things happen. Thank you guys for listening. Podcast at gmail.com, at Podcast on Instagram. We appreciate all the comments and uh, all the funny things you guys say. On iTunes, please rate and review us. Because it bumps us up, that puts us more in the public eye. Respect the algorithm. <laughs> Respect the algorithm. Show me the money. Show me the money. So we'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Peace. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then, get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker! Who the fuck you think you in? This is post-America! You ain't shit, motherfucker!